what you plan on doing today. Thank you what you plan on doing tomorrow. Truly you're faithful. Forgive us of our sins through the shed blood of Christ. Hide the preacher behind the cross. Convict, convince if need be convert. Open our eyes and ears of understanding to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Come on. Praise him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's the best music. Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. That's still the best music. Praise the Lord, and we thank God from whom all blessings flow. We've been uh, matriculating by way of seas, conflict, internal conflict, confusion, um, and comfort. Today, our sea is causes, causes, a door before, a door before. I want you to turn to Jeremiah chapter 1, Jeremiah chapter 1, amen, Jeremiah the prophet of Judah, Jeremiah chapter 1, when you get it, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. And I want to pick up at verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came unto me. So he's speaking in the first person. Me saying, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. That's it, a door before. God's eternal mindset oftentimes creates a cause in a mission, a man, a movement, a mandate, knowing that he has calculated a perfect effect. For every cause, there is an effect. Yeah. And what God does miraculously is that he secretly and quietly approves certain causes that we are not privy to. And these causes are calculated out to perfect effects, whether it's a prediction, a program, a perfection, a progression. God calls us, amen, to himself, but he allows causes to exist 
And it's those causes that opens up our ears, eyes, wills, and hearts to live out a perfect effect. Now, cause and effect is nothing new. It's, it's a uh, mental, emotional, spiritual principle that when you look at Ephesians chapter 1, don't turn. Ephesians chapter 1 is about God's manifold wisdom. And all three persons of the Godhead are included. God the Father, yeah, predestinated us. Gave us a destination before the world was. God the Father ordered our adoption papers. God the Father chose us and ordained us. And then Jesus comes along in verse 6 and 7 of Ephesians 1, and he paid for us through his shed blood. And then the Holy Spirit, verse 12 and 13, sealed us. So the Godhead played a very important part in our salvation and sanctification. Now, I'm not telling you anything you don't already know, but here's what you don't know. God did all that without your knowledge. He did all that without your involvement. Amen. And it supports the doctrine of election. And in that first chapter, it says in verse 11, amen. Now listen to pastor, that God does everything after the counsel of his own will. That, that word will is... Uh, bolima in the Greek, depending on the context, and the bolima will is God's secret divine will that nobody has anything to do with but him. Tholima is participatory. God uses us to reach his end product. <sighs> so when Tholima is compromised, bolima can't be compromised. Lord have mercy, you ain't getting this. That that is. Uh uh that 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 when we begin to look at this concept of cause and effect, um it it makes us go back and challenge a whole lot of things in our lives. That that is, that is, I I I, I oftentimes I've been here thirty two years, but I my first seventeen years was in South Philly, so uh, many times as I'm uh, going back and forth to Philly or in the mall, some guys I grew up with said, hey, Reese, because he's calling me Maurice. Hey, Reese, I don't understand it. You and I, you know, we all were on the corner together. We all partied together. We all went to the movie together. And how did you, how did you get into this? And I used to just say Jesus. Till I really start thinking about cause and effect that God was instrumental without me knowing about it in designing a direction that would ultimately lead back to himself. Uh, do I have a witness? And, 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 and that's, that's heavy enough. That's heavy enough. That's heavy enough. When I was in South Philadelphia High, I knew most of the, most of the gang members in South Philadelphia, most all of them. 
In fact, when I graduated, one of the leaders of the gang of what we call the road, Great Grace Ferry Avenue, about 200 of them, come on, come on over my house to my graduation party. I was scared to death. They was all out in the street. <laughs> but that, that didn't sit. Then I went in the military for seven years. So then, then I took my son to McGonagall Hall to see the Sixers in the preseason game. And here's this gang member pushed me from the back. And I looked at him and said, oh, we hadn't seen each other in 45 years. And I hugged him and we cried. And, 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 and we got to talking about Jesus. And I said, uh, cause and effect. Y'all, y'all ain't getting this. There are no accidents. There are no coincidences. There are appointments. Can I get a witness? And true theology is predicated on you understanding that God has a series of appointments that we have to appear to. Just ask Job. Have you considered my servant Job? Job was minding his own business. Can I get a witness? Uh, uh, just ask Joseph, who was thrown in a ditch by his brothers. Amen. Amen. And God, in his magnificent uh, declaration, took him from the pit to the palace. Do I have a witness? So, so, so it's here that when we begin to look at causation, cause and effect, God may have allowed hurtful negative things in your life as causes and that's why you got to wait to see what the end gonna be and we know that all things are working together for the good do i have a witness you you can't you can't judge god midstream you you cannot declare that god didn't know what he was doing can i get a witness for everything he calls he's got a perfect effect Something's coming out of this thing. I don't know when, I don't know what it is, but I'm just going to praise him by faith. Because we know that all things, everything, is I'm preaching to somebody, is working together for the good. Whom he did foreknow, then he also did predestinate to be conformed to his image. What is it we know, preacher? We know no weapon formed against us shall prosper when the enemy comes in like a flood and he is coming in the spirit of the lord will push you back and set up a standard against him can i get a witness if we would just quote the promises and stop getting caught up lord have mercy in the pain we could have joy in our lives i need to see things as god sees them I need to hear things as God hears them. Uh, can I get a witness? And 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 so and so and so this 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 matter of cause and def- and effect is a navigational tool. For instance, a child could have been abused. That's that's horrendous. Or a child could have had a parent who was an alcoholic, or or whatever. And growing up in a tough environment gives you, by way of effect, an overachieving determination. Are are y'all with me? When you grow up too comfortable, when you got it too good, and tough times come, you become a victim. 
But when you've been through something, when you've walked through some pain, when you've walked through some neglect, when you walked through some hard times, can I get a witness? You can pull back and say, I've been young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. If God doesn't do it for anybody else, he's going to do it for me. Because I was born twice and I'm only going to die once. I'm a royal priesthood. Jesus, let me tell you who I am. I'm a holy nation. I'm a peculiar people. I'm saved and I'm sanctified. My name is written, you better quote this stuff, in the Lamb's book of life. I'm not living on feelings. I'm living by faith. Can I get a witness? That, that is, that is causation in effect. I told you, I, I, as, as a baby, I had kidney infection. It was hereditary. And my formative years, my first two years, I was in Children's Hospital in Latif and Bainbridge. Mother and father came up every day. I was screaming when they got on the elevator. Those are the formative years that a child's mind and emotions are being formed. God allowed that cause. What was the effect? Well, I tend not to trust, but I'm an overachiever. I'm going to make it. Come hell or high water, I'm going to make it. I ain't sitting back crying over hard times. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Because I walked through the valley of the shadow of death. Been there, done that. Can I get a witness? And, and the only reason I don't have AIDS today is because there was a magnificent God who predetermined what was coming into my life and what wasn't coming into my life. Can I get a witness? That God is God. Let God be true in every man a liar. Cause and effect cause and effect God allowed Peter to deny him as a cause it broke Peter's heart but the effect was after they crucified his wife Peter took off his garment and said I'm not worthy to be crucified like my Lord turn me upside down can I, and then nail me can I get a witness see a cause Lord have mercy can work out a certain effect. Lord have mercy. Mm, 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 mm. He and Jeremiah, Jeremiah is called the weeping prophet, chapter 9, verse 1. He's weeping because he has to preach judgment against his own people, Judah. He has to, his family forsook him, his friends forsook him. He had to preach judgment. And if you look at the historicity of this text, uh, he says, I was under five kings and 
in the 13th year of King Josiah. Now, Josiah was a righteous king who bought reforms, but the 13th year was 627 B.C. So you got 606, the first deportation of, of Babylon, uh, 597, 586. And so when you go through the history and the timelines, Jeremiah's contemporaries were Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who was locked up in captivity. Amen. And, 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 and so what, what, what Jeremiah, Ezekiel, who was by the river Chebar, but Jeremiah had been locked up but let loose so he can go up and down the coast and preach. In God's sovereign? And, and see, see, before you can grasp what I'm saying, everything in your life that went in as a cause, whether it was positive or negative, God promised in his word is coming out positive. And we know that all things. How God takes that cause and comes up with a perfect effect is a mystery. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so this morning I was talking about Moses. Now listen to this. Because there are no coincidences. There are no accidents. Here's Moses as a little baby, Amram, Jochebed, mother and father. And an edict went out from Pharaoh that all, listen to this, Jewish Hebrew children that was in Goshen, all males were to be killed two years and under. They were to be murdered. So Amram and Jochebed took this baby now listen to this, put it in the basket, bulrushes, wrapped it up, and put it into the Nile. The Nile was a fast-flowing, violent water. And when they put the baby into the Nile, by faith, they entrusted the baby into God's hands. Do I have a witness? Well, the cause for all of this was evil, but the effect was good because here goes Pharaoh's daughter mysteriously at the same time that the baby's floating and she's in the Nile washing. And by the way, she couldn't have children. That's, that's, that's major here. And she sees this beautiful little baby and... Amen. God allowed the baby to float right into her hands. She fell in love with the child, took the child back in to Pharaoh's palace, made him her son by adoption, and raised him in the palace. This is the deliverer that will lead two and a half million Jews in 120 years out of Egypt. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get you to see this. What are the chances, what are the percentages that somebody can put a baby in a river and God is in heaven with his magnificent, omniscient mind and he's staring this basket right back into the hands of the ones that said kill them. Y'all ain't getting this. Every cause in your life 
had an effect. My God today. My God today. I want you to see this. Now, as I'm going through this, there's three principles here that we're going to agree on. As we look at this cause and effect, as we look, yeah, at this phenomenal creative doctrine of God, three things I want you to keep in mind. Number one, when I understand true cause and effect, it makes me change my perspectives. It's not luck, it's love. Oh, Lord. Mm. God had preordered certain things in our lives for his own purposes. See, 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 that's why you got to grow in the word. See, let me, let me say this to you. Most of us operate on our feelings and we become victims. Well, I don't feel happy. I don't feel loved. I don't feel good. Ah, that's because you ain't in the word. You quote the word, but you ain't in the word. There's a difference. The devil can quote the word. Yes, he can. When you're in the word, you see God's perspective. Can I get a witness? Y'all get quiet. That, that, that is, child of God, it makes me change my perspective. That anything that goes on in my life, whether it's negative or good, up or down, causes me to cry and smile, God had something to do with it. He did not leave you alone. He has something to do with it. Now, you may not understand what he had to do with it right away. It may take time. That's why the old folks say we'll understand it better by and by. By and by is not heaven. By and by is down the line. Can I get a witness? Uh, that, that, that is, you, 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 you have to change your, Lord have mercy, perspective. When I look back on my life, I got to change my perspective. There were no accidents in my life. There were appointments. Now, by faith, I can see God saying, well, no, 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 you're going this way now. You, you're going to do this now. You're going to work here now. You're going to go to school here now. You're going to complete this now. You're going to do this now. And child of God, when you are inundated with God's, amen, directional device, his design device, amen, you start changing your perspectives. Mm. The second thing is that you only change your perspectives, you challenge your progressions. You challenge, you challenge your progressions. You challenge, my God, your progressions. I came out the military in 1974, I, top secret clearance, you know, got all kind of uh, uh, awards and stuff for my faithful service to this country. And, and uh, the deep thing was, you know, I'm out of the military. I don't want to go. I don't want to stay in 20 years, 30 years. I was in seven. And I'm now trying to figure out what I want to do in life. Went back to school. Da, 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 da. I'm fishing. And all of a sudden, 
the Lord opened up some doors and closed other doors to make it easy for me. Do, do I have a witness? So here I am now. I got a job working in governmental accounting for two years with a $6 million budget. Why am I here? I'm not an accountant. I don't want to do this. And, and the Lord, I was there two years in governmental accounting and learned systems of accounting and then governmental contracts. I learned systems of contractual negotiations. Da 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 da. Then back in the communication. Then, then the Lord told me to go to, uh, to school for theology. Well, what am I doing here? And, and, and every time he opened one door, he closed another. Y'all ain't getting this. There were causes, but God saw an effect up the line. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? He saw an effect up the line, and that's the way God does. So here, here in Jeremiah 1, I want to go through this as quickly as possible to get you out of here, that we, we see cause and effect of the prophet's disclosure uh, this book of Jeremiah re re reveals a prenatal purpose. Prenatal. Three babies prenatal God dealt with. Jesus, John the Baptist, and Jeremiah. There ain't another baby in the Bible that God was dealing with in a prenatal way. When Elizabeth was visited by her cousin, who she was six months older than, Mary, Mary was carrying Jesus, Mary was six months, and Elizabeth was nine months. And the Bible says when these two cousins came together, both of them were pregnant, that the babe in Elizabeth's womb, who was John the Baptist, leaped for joy. Now, I'm talking to some of y'all deadbeats. You can't come here and praise the Lord and be dead. When you come in his presence, you got to make some noise. You, you got to leap for joy. Do I have a witness? Prenatal. Pre, pre Mary was carrying the Messiah. King of kings, Lord of lords. John the Baptist was the red carpet. And the Bible says that Elizabeth, the baby, leaped in a womb. Because the babe was in the presence of Almighty God. But look at the text here. Look at the text here. Look at the text here, verse 4. Are you with me? Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, first question, can God get a word to you? How do you know it's God? You compare scripture with scripture. Do I have a witness? Uh, the word came unto me saying, before prenatal, I formed thee in the belly, I omnisciently knew you. Uh, and before you came out of the womb, I sanctified you, set you apart, elected, saved. Now, 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 I, I know this doesn't mess y'all up. It messed me up. How in the world could God know me and sanctify me in my embryonic stage? And then when I was born and came out, 
I start partying and drinking and getting high. How can God say, I knew you and I sanctified you? Can sanctified people be blind? Can sanctified people do ungodly things? Can sanctified people, amen, play with the Lord? And the answer is yes. Because God knows it, but you don't know it. Can I get a witness? See, what messes me up is Hebrews 1.14. What keeps messing me up, mom, is the fact that I should be dead. I should be dead. I should be dead. But, but, but God, who's rich in mercy. That's why we can't look down on one another. And watch people that always speak of themselves. They, they, they are hungry for attention. Your speech shouldn't be about yourself. Your speech ought to be of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Uh, can I get a witness? Child of God, when you look at these prenatal occurrences, God said, I knew you, and then I sanctified you. Lord, have mercy. Wait a minute, Lord, you're blowing my mind. How did you sanctify me? Because I saved you before the foundation of the world. You just had not come to your senses. There's a sense stage that I begin to lay on you. Do I have a witness? This, this, this is some heavy stuff, some heavy stuff. Amen, I sanctified you, I set you apart, and then I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Now, Jeremiah is 20, 25, so next verse he said, I'm, I'm a child. God said, no, you're not a child. Just speak what I tell you to speak. Amen. Verse, verse, are you with Verse 7. Now, now please understand the causation here and the effect. That Jeremiah was a prophet and priest from the, from the town of Anathoth, which is a Levite town, where Abiathar and all of them in 1 Kings had established a priesthood. The difference between a prophet and a priest, I'm coming in, a priest takes a message from the people to God by way of intercession. Can I get a witness? And a prophet takes a message from God to the people. Are you with me? That, that is, child of God, that, uh, and only Jesus is prophet, priest, and king. Uh, do I have a witness? And, 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 and so what, what Jeremiah is saying is that there's a cause and effect of his disclosure in order to get Jeremiah where he could hear God in order to get Jeremiah where he could see God in order to get Jeremiah in God's court God had to cause certain things to happen and then have an equal effect Lord have mercy cause and effect cause and effect I never made straight A's in my life never I, and that's why I didn't hold my children to making straight A's. I never made straight A's. I remember the teachers telling my parents, oh, he, uh, he can do it. He just he doesn't apply himself. And then when I got in college, I only got A's in courses I liked. The courses I didn't like, I didn't get no A's because I wasn't striving for them. I didn't study that much. 
I just wanted to pass. I'm a BC student. I'm not an A student. I'm a BC student. Now, now listen, you may not notice, BC students go further than A students because they got to apply to be an overachiever. A students get lazy. Things come too easy for them. How many of those A students? Let me, let me, let me get to Oh, I ain't, I ain't got no hands. I ain't got no hands now. You was, you was a B student. A, B? Mm. Thou shall not lie. Look, look at this. Anyway, move right along. Uh, <laughs> you hear my brother? Uh, I, I was a... I was an A-B suit. Anyway, move right along. I love you, man. Make sure you come back. Look at this. Cause and effect of disclosure. Do you know when the Lord finally let me in on his plan? After I was pastoring. He said, let's go back and let me show you every interval that I entered your life to push you a certain way. Are y'all getting this? That, that is, that is, that, that, that is, we see, we see God's cause and effect of direction. Verse 8, come on now, I'm coming in. Look at verse 8, chapter 1. Be not afraid of their faces. Conflict. For I am with you to deliver you, saith the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand, touched his lips, put his word in his mouth. Let me stop pausing part. When a preacher is preaching the word, God has given him divine authority. You can ignore it if you want to. Whatever you bind on earth has already, in the Greek, been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth has already been loose in heaven. As long as I'm preaching the word, I have a divine authority. You ain't got to like me. I got divine authority. Divine authority, as long as I'm preaching this word. When I step aside of the word and start giving you my opinion, there's no longer divine authority. When I'm trying to entertain you, it's no longer divine authority. Can I get a witness? But as long as I'm standing flat foot and preaching this word through the power of the Holy Spirit, God has given me divine authority. He touched his mouth. Amen. He put his words in his mouth and he set him over the nations with divine authority. And he asked the boy, what do you see? I see a rod. I see uh, a boiling pot. I see uh, almond trees and all that's judgment. Here comes Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar is my servant. He's going to humble Judah. Can I get a witness? That, that is, that is, we see cause and effect. Lord have mercy. Do not fear. Now, now I have some fear issues because I've seen a lot. I've been involved in a lot. I've seen, I've seen everything. I, so, got some fear issues. That, that is, God, God says, do not fear. Go on. They're going to fight you, but they won't prevail against you. Do I have a witness? They're going to hate you, 
but keep preaching. Do I have a witness? They're going to talk about you, but keep preaching. Or do I have a witness? And then in Jeremiah 2, real quick, and in verse 13, he tells them why they in so much of a, of a doldrum. For my people have committed two evils. One, they have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters. And then two, they had the audacity to hew out cisterns that can hold no water. Not only did you move from the word, now you've constructed your own word. My God. Check it out. God, God, God. They are an idolatrous nation. There's a cause and effect even on his direction. Now, in 32 years, I've ticked off a lot of people. That's my gift. That's my gift. That's my gift. Because I refuse to compromise the word. The only thing you got to be careful of when you're preaching like that, you can't be secretly sinning. They will crucify you. If you're going to stand bold, stand bold, but you better go home at night. Do I have a witness? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. That, that, that is, that is. Lord, have mercy. This thing is hot. I came here 32 years ago. Great, St. Matthew's had good, godly people. I, 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 I couldn't ask for a better church. God bless. About 100, 125 people. They were great, great people. And uh, so they, uh, a lot of people said, Pastor, well, we can't pay you, but they all have farms. They bring me corn and tomatoes on Sunday. Now, don't y'all bring me no corn and tomatoes. It's 32 years ago, okay? I don't know forward to it. I go to shop right. Uh, so, good, good people, man, good people. But it was Jeremiah 1 that God gave me the vision for this church. He said, I want you to go in. Now, listen, pull up some things you got to pluck up. And then once you pull them up and pluck them up, build and plant. In other words, put me as a foundation. Get rid of all this other stuff. So a lot of people got ticked off. I understand. I mean, it wasn't, uh, you know, people were making statements like, we like talking to Sister Gordon because she's easy to talk to. I said, your problem is she ain't the pastor in the name of Jesus. So we had this big thing on Saturday where they got all the youth dressed up in tucks and dresses, quotillion, and they, you know, came in there. I was just past. I was sitting there. Pastor, will you come down? I said, yeah, I'm going to support it. And I was sitting there, and they all looked so nice. And they had dinner and everything, and I, the lady that was sponsoring it, she says, so what do you think? I said, well, I didn't hear the name of Jesus, honey. So she said, the name of Jesus? I said, yeah, I ain't hear it. I heard everything else. 
And half these folks don't come to church anyway. I ain't hear Jesus. So she said, well, I don't know what that means. So here's what it means. It ain't happening no more. So enjoy it today. Because everything we do is for Jesus. Can I get a witness? So, so, so the fact of the matter is, you know, you say, well, you could have been a little softer. Well, I'm not you. You know, I come with a vision to turn the church to Jesus. And then right after I got complaints about, ah, he's hard enough, the church grew by 1,500. We had 55 every Sunday standing up front. We got into the thousands. Why? Because I took God at his word. Are you, are you understand what I'm trying to say? Now, I didn't mistreat people, but I'm the pastor. You ain't going to tell me how to pastor this church. I'm pastor in the name of Jesus. And I had to fight. I had, you know, had somebody at church meeting. They, they had a church meeting on a Friday night. And they come to the church meeting, they said, boy, they coming after you. I just got here three months ago. I said, let them come. And this guy walks up to me before we open the meeting. I ain't going to mention his name. He might be one of your relatives, but he walked up to me. And he was a trustee, and he said, I want you to know that I am loved in this congregation. I said, that's good. He said, and I'm going to stand, and I'm going to make a motion to get rid of you. And I said, go on and do it, and you will be my sacrificial lamb. And when I finish slaying your behind, the rest of them are going to sit down. So when the meeting started, he sat there. I said, he, he wouldn't get up. So the, the fact of the matter is, God didn't send me here to be your friend. God sent me here to preach the word. God sent me here to put the vision in place. I'm not a politician. I'm not a prostitute. You can't pay me. I'm here to lift up Jesus. Ah, leave it alone. Uh, 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 that is, there's a cause and effect of the prophet's difficulty. We got to move on. Verse 11. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, chapter 1, verse 17. Uh, uh, he said, I'm going to make you like a fortified city. They're going to fight against you. Stop, pause, and part. Oh, you're going to get in some fights. They're going to fight you, but they won't prevail against you. They're going to talk about you, but they won't prevail against you. They're going to have those secret opinions, but they can't stop you because grace brought you here. Grace put the word in your mouth. Grace gave the reason why you are here to preach. Can I get a witness? I don't believe in no ecumenical movement. We're not in worship with Hindus and Buddhists and, and, and Christian science and all that. I'm trying to get Danzel down here now. Danzel had a big banquet up uh, North Jersey, and he kept saying over and over, I've been called to preach, I've been called to preach, I've been called to preach. And my two best actors is Danzel and my boy in uh, Tom Cruise. Now, Tom Cruise in the Scientology, that might be a little harder. 
But I would, I, I, I let Denzel preach in a heartbeat. And then I say, Tom, you got your head on right? And if he got his head on right, he'd come preach too. But here's, here's what I'm trying to say. God didn't call me to agree with you. God didn't call me to pacify you. God didn't call me to be political with you. God called me to preach the hell out of you. That's what God called me to do. He called me to preach. Preach that word. Preach that word. And if nobody else clap, angels are clapping. Preach that word. If nobody else clap, can I get the saints are clapping? Preach that word. If nobody else claps, can I get a witness? Yeah, seraphims and cherubims are clapping. Keep on preaching that word. Can I get a witness? And child of God, you will realize, amen, that when you are doing ministry for the Lord, everything won't always go right. Everything won't always be right. But I dare you to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Can I get a witness? And here's what you ought to be saying. Is what he's preaching, is it in the Bible? Yes, it's in the Bible. Be quiet and sit down. Because he's preaching the word. Can I get a witness? Preach it in season. And, uh, preach it out of season. And preach it when they like it. And preach it when they don't like it. Huh? Call a spade a spade. Can I get a witness? Thus saith the Lord. Can I get a witness? I dare you. Preach that word. Preach it, preach it, preach it. And mean your preaching. Can I get a witness? And when you walk away alone, you're really not alone. Because I'm wrapping my arms around you. You've done my will. And no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Can I get a witness? Keep on preaching. Do I have a witness? Child of God, but finally, we see cause and effect in the prophet's deliverance. That is, you got to leave this book and go to the next book called Lamentations. It's called Lamentations because the prophet cried day and night. Can I get a witness? And stop thinking when you follow God, you're not going to cry. Sometimes you're going to cry day and night. Weeping may endure for night. But I said joy will come in the morning. Can I get a witness? You got to understand that God will not be second guessed. And here in Lamentations, this hurting, conflictive prophet said, I am the man who has seen the affliction of the rod of his wrath. And didn't he say that? Yeah, he has led me and make me to walk in darkness. He has broken my bones. Do I have a witness? But then the prophet said, remembering my pain. That's what you got to do. You got to remember all your pain. The reason God wants you to remember your pain because he's going to deliver you from your pain. Remembering all of my pain. 
through the Lord, go to Lord's mercies. Yeah. Uh, we are not consumed. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies. They bring, can I get a witness? Well, the cause can be painful, but the effect can be purposeful. The cause can fracture, but the effect can make me faithful. The cause can bring trouble, but the effect can transform. The cause, yeah, can be conflictive, but the effect can be a conclusion. I dare you to take him at his word. You can't live for today inside of today. You got to have a track record with the almighty. I've been young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging bread, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. He will mount them up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not get weary. They'll walk and not faint. Lord, I don't understand all the causes in my life, but I'm starting to see the effects from the causes. And God, uh, it has changed my perspective. God, it has uh -huh, challenged my progressions that the Lord may not come when you call him, but he will be there on time. Can I get a witness? that the Lord is going to bless you if you be steadfast, unmovable always, abounding in the Lord. Can I get a witness? But there's a third principle here. Yeah. Not only will he change your perspective, and not only will he challenge your progressions, but he will channel your praise. Can I get a witness? When you look at your causations and your effects, all praises got to go back to Jesus. Well, how did you make it through college? Jesus. How did you get that job? Jesus. How did you maintain this marriage? Jesus. How are you holding on? Jesus. You see, the Lord doesn't want your name in his praise. He wants all the praise. He wants all the glory. He wants all the honor. He wants all the adoration. Can I get a witness? I'm so glad that there is a door before. I'm so glad that God calls things to bring about effect of other things. I'm glad that the Lord brought me from a mighty long way. I'm glad that the Lord prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies and my cup of joy runs over. Surely, surely, I said surely, goodness, 
grace and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord say yeah forever I'm coming out of this I'm coming out of this the Lord is good he's a stronghold in the time of trouble every cause has an effect we're going to praise him about the effects thank you for the mountains thank you for the valleys thank you for the storms you took me through here's the effect if I never had a problem I never know he could solve them that's what faith in God would surely do through it all through it all I've learned to trust in Jesus I've learned to trust in God through it all just ask the apostle Paul Lord I'm hurting will you move this thorn no Paul because my grace is sufficient can I get a witness I'm gonna leave that thing right there because when I'm weak then I'm really strong when I'm going through something I'm coming out when God allows pain he's perfecting me can I get a witness I'm telling you cause and effect is what God will do in your life everything you've been through that has brought you pain God is going to profit from it and we know don't we know it don't we know it that all things are working together for the good let me close on this note what you had to walk through your children benefited from what you had to walk through your relationships benefited from what you had to walk through your co-workers benefited from do I have a witness cause and effect cause and effect I will bring you forth with rejoicing in your wings you don't know why I allowed what I allowed but I will show you it will transform you and make you stronger cause in effect. Let's stay on our feet this morning. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you want to be saved. You want Jesus to save you. Just raise your hand. He died for your sins and buried rose again. If you want to join the church, raise your hand. We'd love to have you. Is there one? Is there one? 
Our Father, our God, we thank you for this deep theological level of ministry where you place Moses in the river and you drew him out. Joseph in the ditch, you promoted him out. Jesus to the cross, you resurrected him out. You always bring us out from what we have gone into. So we praise you, Lord. Thank you for the causes. Thank you for the effects. If it had not been for the causes, we would not have effects. Thank you that we can walk away knowing you. You are a mighty good God. And we want to praise you for who you are, for what you're doing, and for bringing us out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for every hurting night, every painful moment. Thank you for every tear. Thank you because we're coming forth with rejoicing in our hearts. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Turn to the neighbor and say, neighbor, every cause has an effect. God bless you. You are dismissed. We love you. See you Wednesday. Oh, Lord.